0: Welcome to the Revive Wellness Podcast, real talk about faith, fitness, and functional health with me, Allie Farnbach, Natural Figure Pro, FDNP, Certified Health Coach, and Lover of Christ. My goal with this pod is to connect faith, fitness, and functional health in a way that encourages, educates, and empowers. I am so grateful that you chose to spend some time with me today. If you enjoy this podcast, please, please, please take a moment to rate and review it, To pass it on to a friend, I'm literally building this from the ground on up, and ratings, reviews, and shares will all help my little pod gain traction and visibility, so thank you. Do you struggle with gas, bloating, or indigestion every time you drink a protein shake? Guess what? It's probably not whey it's the specific type of whey. I am willing to bet that whatever you're drinking is probably a concentrate or a whey blend and you want a high quality cross flow, cold filtered whey isolate. Guys, the way that I use and the way that I recommend to each and every one of my clients is Syntrax Nectar. I love their Naturals line in particular, which is sweetened with stevia. I have literally used this way for over a decade. It is what's called whey, which is cross-flow, cold-filtered, and undenatured. 100% lactose-free, gluten-free, and so high quality that it's actually what's given to bariatric patients post-op. If you wanna check it out, and snag 25% off, follow the link in my show notes and use my code Allison to save. Again, I'm going to throw up the link in my show notes and you're going to want to use my code Allison, all one word, all lower caps to save. So what is up guys? Welcome to episode 4 of the Revive Wellness podcast. I am I can't believe we're on episode 4 already. It feels like I just started this and it has been a little overwhelming. Um I definitely have had to, you know, budget this into my time, right? Like, come up with my transcript, figure out what I want to talk about, figure out what I want to say, make the time to record. But so far, I have been absolutely loving the creation of this podcast, and I have been getting such positive feedback from, you know, every single person who's been listening. So, you know, for that, I just um, continue to be so incredibly thankful. So today, we are going to be talking about the importance of delayed gratification, but. Before I go ahead and dive into the topic, I'm going to open us up with some prayer. So Lord, we thank you for this platform, and I thank you for this opportunity. I ask that you would guide my words today. Please help me speak with grace, with truth, and with confidence. Bless my efforts, and bless the ears of each and every person who is listening today. In your name I pray, amen. All right, guys, let's dive in. I was really hungry and I had to eat. I just wanted a few chips and once I started, I couldn't stop. Well, we were out to eat and I wanted ribs. I was at a Super Bowl party and I wanted cookies. If any of these statements that I just made resonate with you, if you've ever made comments that are similar, um, you're not alone. These are are actually comments that I pulled from recent client check-ins. And if they, if they do resonate with you, you are really going to want to lean in and take notes on today's topic because we are going to be talking about the difference between instant gratification and delayed gratification. And in particular, why developing delayed gratification is probably pivotal, paramount, um, crucial even, to, to really being successful when it comes to your health and physique goals. Um so i'm thirty nine I'm confessing my age here, and I will be forty in April and you know I can remember a time when there was no social media at least not like there is now um, you know I didn't even have a phone until I was sixteen, even then it was a brick, and you had to you know load minutes on it. I couldn't text um in fact, the first time I was able to actually text message was in college <laughs> so Um, even then I had limited texting. And, you know, by the time social media actually rolled around, it was basically, you know what, it was Facebook and MySpace and you needed a desktop to access the platforms. You Couldn't shop online. There was really no apps. There was no Instagram. There was no Twitter. There was no TikTok. And why am I talking about social media? Well, I think it's played a large role in why delayed gratification is dying in our culture. Or put another way, it's maybe just reflective of how delayed gratification is dying in our culture because we live in a society that has just become a you know so used to instant gratification to getting exactly what we want in the moment that we want it and as a result um if i'm honest uh, i think people are getting weaker by the day like short termism is the new normal you can shop online you can download instantly You can get same-day shipping. You can have immediate access. Um, You know, it used to be you would call somebody and you had to call their home phone. And if they weren't home, you had to leave a message. Um, Now you could just call their cell phone. Most people don't even have home phones and they're always glued to your cell phones. You can literally just constantly get in contact with everyone, every... Every bell notification, every text message from a connection, every like on Instagram or Facebook, it's just this constant hit of dopamine like over and over and over and over. We just get this instant gratification. And that's why I'm really sharing all of this because I wanted to open up this podcast by really hammering home that we live in an instant gratification society. We can literally have whatever we want in the moment that we want it. This is why people have a meltdown when their phone doesn't work or when the app crashes or when they can't get same day shipping, Um, you know, when they can't get the exact food that they want from Uber Eats in the moment that they want it. It just, we are addicted to getting what we want and we no longer have any patience for waiting. We we, we don't have any tolerance for not now, for maybe later. And as a consequence, really for long-term goal achievement. And it's the reason why I really think when it comes to health and physique goals, more people fail than succeed because, and thank God for it, a healthy body, a strong physique is the one, you know, one of the things in life that you can't instantly download. Some things will never, ever be available to us in one click or one swipe. And I spend a lot of time, and I do mean a lot of time, trying to teach my clients the art of delaying gratification, of resisting the temptation of an immediate reward in anticipation that there will be a greater reward later. In my opinion, the secret sauce to reaching your health and physique goals is is delayed gratification, which is basically the willingness to trade what you want now for what you want most. And frankly, I think impulse control is just an essential life skill. Delaying gratification allows you to do things like forego large purchases, to save for a vacation, um, to skip dessert, to lose weight, or to take a job that you maybe don't love but that you know is going to help your career later on. It's not just thinking about what serves you in the moment, but what will ultimately serve you in the long run. It is resisting what you want now in lieu of what you want most. So here's what you have to understand about the thousands of choices you make daily they accumulate. And the consequences might not surface immediately, but trust me, either positively or negatively, they are building on each other. And many of the choices that you make that feel good in the moment have consequences that show up long after being made. Choosing to food prep, choosing to work out, choosing to moderate your eating or go to bed at a good time. And you know, this stuff might not feel good in the moment, but it turns into more reward and more pleasure in the future. No discipline seems pre- pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it and this is Hebrews 12:11 it's one of my one of my favorite anchoring verses in scripture. You know in the 1960s there was a professor at Stanford um, and he created one of the best delayed gratification examples. He tested hundreds of young children by placing each child in a private room, accompanied only by a single marshmallow placed on the table. Researchers then offered each child a deal. If the child refrained from eating the marshmallow while the researchers briefly left the room, the child would be rewarded with a second marshmallow. But if the child ate the first marshmallow, there would be no second one. The results of the so-called marshmallow experiment underscored the difficulty humans of any age have with delayed gratification right? Some of the kids ate the first marshmallow immediately. Others tried to restrain themselves, eventually caved, and only a few children managed to hold out for the two marshmallow reward. But here's what I think is probably the neatest aspect of this experiment. The researchers followed these participants into adulthood over a span of 40 years. Unlike the kids who caved into temptation, the children who delayed their reward were more successful in almost all areas of life. Let that sink in. They scored higher on standardized tests. They were healthier. They developed positive habits around food and exercise. They responded better to stress. They had healthier personal relationships, had fewer substance abuse issues, and demonstrated better social skills. This delayed gratification example proves it is pivotal to success in almost every facet of life. So whatever your health or fitness goal, it is only going to be achieved through disciplined, purposeful, and consistent actions. The only truly satisfying way to live is to regularly take actions in the moment that move you closer to the person that you wanna be. You need to fall in love with working out and eating nutritious foods, not because it's always the fun choice or the easier choice, but because it is the right choice. It is the rewarding choice. It's passing on one marshmallow because you know there will be two coming at you if you do. So how do you learn to love the slow process and delay gratification in a culture that's wired for the opposite? This is a million-dollar question, and this is a difficult question because the honest answer is it will likely be different for every single one of you listening to me. I can tell you that I personally developed delayed gratification through a lifetime of competitive bodybuilding that began when I was 18 and through my faith. Because the Christian walk is built on denying the flesh, on setting aside Momentary pleasure for what is righteous and lasting in all areas of our lives, including our health and our fitness. And bodybuilding, I mean, I could think of no earthly pursuit that helps establish delayed gratification like bodybuilding does. Every day of prep, you essentially deny your flesh. You say no to what you want, right? Like sleeping in, skipping cardio, cutting corners on sets, and eating something yummier than cold cotton sweet potatoes on repeat because you want that long-term reward of stepping on stage in incredible shape. Now, I'm not advocating that you have to compete in bodybuilding to learn delayed gratification at all. Um, In fact, the opposite. If you are someone who really struggles to say no to yourself in the moment, I actually advise you to go slow. I know it's often tempting to build as much muscle, and I'm using air quotes as possible, by going all in and just, you know, imposing all sorts of restrictions. But in my experience, this just sets you up to overcompensate by binging or flying off the rails. Instead, I want you to start to develop your self-control using the following tips. And I needed a swig of my decaf coffee, so excuse the pause. The first tip I have is to force your commitment. You can hire a coach, you can join a class or a group, find an accountability partner, grab a friend, etc. But all of those things will help force the commitment by creating accountability from outside sources. When you create a structure of accountability, you won't just be relying on yourself to honor the commitments that you've made. My second tip, and this is probably one of the most important ones, is to start small. This stuff takes time. Set aside the instant gratification mentality that landed you here in the first place, right? Like delayed, delaying gratification, excuse me, is a skill you have to practice. You can't instantly download this. You have got to work at getting good at it. You're not going to be great right away. You're not going to feel rewarded from the start. And hello, that's the point. No one climbs a mountain in one leap. To orient your brain towards delayed gratification, you have to start small. I always recommend creating a goal so flip and easy, there's like no way you can refuse it. For example, if you struggle with eating candy from the candy jar on the desk at work every day, I want you to practice walking by it and saying, not right now. Try waiting three minutes before eating dessert. Next time, maybe wait four or maybe five. By then, do you even still want it? Incremental progress is progress, and it lets you build confidence with each small goal that you achieve. The third tip I have is to make rules for yourself. You can also use delayed gratification as a rule for certain parts of your life where you may lack self-control that have nothing to do with health and fitness. Um, But for example, if you eat emotionally, you might tell yourself that when you're tempted to eat, when sad or stressed or anxious or whatever... You can count to ten. You could walk 500 steps. You could wait three minutes before diving in. See how you feel. Right. Create a rule for yourself. My uh, my mom ingrained a rule like this into my head as a kid, and I know that she listens to this podcast. So hopefully, she's going to smile when she hears this. Um, but if I if I wanted something that we saw out shopping, she would tell me to think about it. If I still wanted it three days from then, I could I could go back and I could buy it. But if I didn't. If I'd forgotten about it, then was it really all that important? Guys, I still use this rule for myself all the time, even today, so thank you, mom. I will put an item in my cart, wait three days or a week before I pull the trigger and click the purchase button online. Often, I even forget that I put it there. And on the rare occasion I don't forget, then at least I know I really wanted it, and then I buy it. My fourth tip is to be grateful. My clients listening to this know I am a huge, huge, huge fan of practicing gratitude. In fact, every time I pray, I start by thanking God. I don't petition him first. I always thank him. I think approaching all of life from a position of gratitude can be just so powerful reminding yourself of all that you have is an effective way to train your brain um, to accept delayed gratification. When you think of all the clothes you're already lucky enough to have or the perfectly good car you own, you realize you don't need that new stuff you've been coveting. Instead of being disappointed that you're having a salad for lunch instead of a burger, be grateful that you have food to nourish your body, that you even have a choice because there are places in the world where people don't have that luxury. And I know somebody listening to me is like rolling their eyes. I know it sounds trite, but it is, it is the truth. First Thessalonians 5.18 reminds us to be thankful in all circumstances, not some circumstances, not in selective circumstances. And why? For this is God's will for those who belong to Christ Jesus. Delayed gratification comes more naturally when you practice gratitude. My fifth tip remind yourself why. So, I'm working one to one with a client who's going through a pretty challenging healing journey with her gut and her adrenals. And, you know, the other day she was feeling very frustrated, very exhausted. She's on a strict healing diet and she was just, I mean, she was just really mentally worn down. And I reminded her. Not to anchor her actions in momentary feelings about the process, but to anchor her actions in the results that she knew were coming to her at the end of the process. I encouraged her to remember her purpose and her intention. She wanted to heal her gut. Because what is delayed gratification if, if not the ability to reach your, your biggest goals or your dreams or to fulfill the intentions that you've set for yourself? You're putting off that purchase to save for, for a home or for retirement. You're having the salad instead of that burger so you can transform your body or stop hiding in family photos or stop counting the minutes until the end of the workday because you can't wait to unbutton your pants because they're too tight, right? Somehow, some way, keep keep a picture of your goal on your phone, set it as your wallpaper, write it out, stick it somewhere you'll see it daily, Find some way to remind yourself of what you're working towards because it will make delayed gratification that much easier. My sixth tip is to keep practicing. Like anything, delayed gratification is a skill and mastering a skill takes time and practice. Everything, guys, everything gets easier the longer you do it. Think about it. Your job is easier now than when you started. Driving is easier now than when you first got your license. I can personally say I food prep effortlessly and I have no issues whatsoever delaying gratification, but that doesn't mean that I always did. There was a time in my life where I really struggled with those things too. I just kept at it and kept practicing until I mastered it. Consistent action is guaranteed to create more confidence in what you're doing. So take solace in knowing that this whole health and fitness thing will at some point eventually feel habitual and natural. You just have to keep at it. You just have to commit to using these tips to help establish delayed gratification and to really start to just shift your mindset, which, as I said, I know it's difficult because we live in a society that's wired for instant gratification But some things in life are just never going to be available to us in a click or a swipe. And your health and good body composition, um, your physique, it's one of them. I hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, I hope that you have some actionable steps and tips and takeaways that you can use As always, I would appreciate it if you would like, share, and subscribe, give me a five-star review, pass it on to a friend, all the good things. I thank you so much for listening to me today, and I will see you all next week. I am a board-certified health coach and an FDNP, Functional Diagnostic Nutrition Practitioner, and not a licensed medical doctor. The contents of the Revive Wellness podcast should not be taken as medical advice or medical nutritional prescription. Any information I share is for educational and encouraging purposes only. It is not intended in any way to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any health problem, nor is it intended to replace the advice of a physician or a medical professional.